Hi, Facebook. It's Brenda again with Clear Passage Therapies. I have a great topic to discuss today and a very special guest joining me. Jill came to us with a significant history of infertility, blocked tubes, severe endometriosis, and painful intercourse. Jill, you were a mess. <laughs> yes, I was. I would agree with that. <laughs> Jill, first, I want to thank you for taking your time today to be a part of our Facebook Live. Of course. Well, you came to us first in uh, 2012. Can you tell us about your C-section and other surgeries leading up to that? Okay, so um, I had um, my son via C-section, my first son via C-section in 2003. And as far as I knew, he he was breech and that was the reason for the C-section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I waited about five years and I wanted to get pregnant again, um, but he, he had had autism and so, um, I waited. And then when I started trying to get pregnant, I realized, or they told me that I had um, secondary infertility and I had terrible stage four endometriosis with um, cysts, endometriomas, fibroids. So I began that journey of trying to get pregnant and with it came laparoscopies. And because of the laparoscopies, the first one I had, they drained an endometrioma, but they couldn't remove it all the way. So it filled up again. And I had to have another laparoscopy nine months later. So so now I was on my first C-section and then my second laparoscopy. And um, then they didn't check the uterus when they were there and realized that I had a fibroid and then I had more cysts develop. And so I did a third laparoscopy nine months after the second. So I had three laparoscopies. They were all nine months apart from one another. Wow. And so those were the surgeries. I hadn't had any surgery up to that first C-section and then after the C-section. And then when I realized I didn't even know I had endometriosis, it was so bad. And they say, Sometimes the people that have it the worst don't realize it. Mm, mm. So it was pretty much after your first child that you became infertile. Yes, yes. Um, did you try IVF? I did try IVF. I um, I didn't have many eggs retrieved, so I transferred either two or one, and because I think I had three total. Mm. And on the first try. Um, it didn't work. And then we had frozen the last embryo. And so I had done um, a transfer. And on that transfer, um, it came up partially pregnant, Mm. but I had had a bleed with it. And so when I was tested, it said I was pregnant, but the numbers were really low. And then not long after that, maybe a few days after that, um, my cycle had come. And so I was back to, you know, square one and I was out of embryos. And that's when I looked up clear passage. And every time I had a laparoscopy, I looked up and I found clear passage because after I'd had my baby, my, well, my second baby, Jack, after my treatment, I had gone back through the file that I kept of all the information 
And each time I had printed out clear passage information after, <laughs> right before I was going to each laparoscopy. Mm -hmm. And so after the third laparoscopy, I decided, okay, it's time to do something different. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, good, good. We're glad you found us and was able yeah. to, you know, come here and get treated. Did you take part in any um, Facebook uh, fertility groups or listen to any podcasts? I didn't. Um, I read so many books. Um, I, I didn't get online much because it, aside from retrieving information, sometimes I felt like any kind of group was, um, it just made me more anxious. So I stayed away from that. And I, I, I tended to read a lot of books and, um, that was mainly it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how did you find out about Clear Passage? Um, searching. So it wasn't mm -hmm. from a podcast, but um, just searching, you know, alternative treatments for infertility. Mm -hmm. And, and so I kept reading on it and reading on it. And then finally, I just decided maybe, you know, that day that I had really, my cycle had come after mm -hmm. being partially pregnant or however they wanted to to determine that, I decided that was enough. And it happened to be near spring break for my son. So I thought that was a perfect time. I called and they said we had they had an opening and I qualified. And so I just said, that's it. I'm going. <laughs> so when you called Clear Passage, how was it talking, you know, to the coordinators and scheduling? How was the that? The coordinator was fabulous. I called and I remember exactly where I was standing in my home when I called. Um, I happened to be over at our beach house and I was just so devastated. And I had been on the phone with my acupuncturist and I just didn't know what else to do. And I thought this was going to be like my last try of anything. And so I called Claire Passage and she said she thought she would be able to help me. And she had me send some information and fill out the intake form. And so I spent the whole morning doing that. And then I got it sent off to her. And then um, she called me back and she said that they had reviewed my case. I think it was, it must have been Larry and Belinda looked mm -hmm. it over and that they could schedule me in and it didn't take very long she was really expedient um in in getting back with me so i think i must have called like around nine or ten and i think by noon i had it scheduled and um and was able to set up a sitter to come and and my husband was out of town was going to be out of town mm -hmm. at the time because I think I only went like a couple weeks later. It wasn't very long after that I called. It was pretty quick um, setup, and I arranged a sitter. And I drove up to Gainesville each day and drove back. I didn't even oh. stay in Gainesville because okay. I had to have a sitter for my son. But it was great. The whole experience was great. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. Do you have any recommendations um, to future clients on about how to do this? Well, if you're in Florida, um, I know that you have locations everywhere, mm -hmm. but I was able to go to the first location in Gainesville, and I thought that that was really fabulous. Um, if you can make time to do it, 
I say do it because it's not it's not any kind of treatment that you'll receive anywhere else. It's it's completely natural. It's healing. Um, you have some time to have some time to think and go within. And when you have that time, you can heal. And um, and I think time is probably the biggest obstacle for people because when they hear you say it's 20 hours for the most effective, like if, mm -hmm. if you really want to get pregnant, then I would suggest going with doing the full week because they have it programmed out. It's not too much rushed on your body. You have the time to digest what you went through each day, do your walking and everything. So my first recommendation would be if you're going to do it, go for the full 20 hours. I think that that was really important over the course of five days. And I know it's an investment of time and money, but um, it's so worthwhile. It, it, it just even if even if it hadn't have resulted in a baby, um, my body felt better. My endometriosis was better. My cycles were back on schedule. They weren't nearly as heavy. And um, my husband likes to joke and he said, um, I looked younger and my posture was better. And, um, and Larry and Belinda would always say, it's like taking you back in time. So um, it is so worthwhile and it was so important for me to do. And it just took three times looking up the information and I wish I had done it sooner. That that's probably my biggest regret. If you, if you, if you see the opportunity and you have the time and it's an option, you know, for you financially, then um, please take it because it's healing on so many levels. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Okay, before we go any further, um, I'd like to remind our viewers, if you have any questions that you have for either Jill or myself, please put them in the comments and we will be sure to answer them before we get off this live today. So Jill, can you tell us how your treatment was when you came to Clear Passage? Um, what were your therapists like? Just tell us about the whole atmosphere. Well, um, it's very calming. I felt like it was like I was going to a regular massage. You get to come in and change into a robe. It's um, if if I had the choice, it probably wouldn't be the therapy that I wanted because you know, um, externally it was great. Internally, there is you know it is it's a process to go through, and everybody was so dignified and so kind and. Um, understanding if I wanted to talk, they would um, talk. If I didn't want to talk, um, I didn't need to talk. And it was relaxing. Um, the, the office was quiet. Um, the office park that it's in is kind of um, subdued so you can walk around the area. Um, the robes were nice and fluffy and soft and the people in the office were always so kind. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so the, the circumstances of it was, um, were very dignified if you had to have internal work, mm -hmm. whether it be the front part of you or the back part of you, you never felt embarrassed or ashamed or uncomfortable. I mean, 
the process is uncomfortable. If you have adhesions, that part's mm -hmm. no fun, but getting through it, they, they get you through it in the, the best way that they know how. And mm -hmm. of any of the people that I would trust to do it would be, be them. I was speaking with um, one of my osteopaths and, and he said, um, he had asked about my fertility journey and I said what I needed to have done. And he said, they've at times done that in their office, but I couldn't imagine going to a regular doctor's office for that. Mm -hmm. This felt like it was very homey in the office. The rooms were very cozy. The blankets were all nice. There wasn't ever anything that was paper. It was, you know, you could have the lights on or off or however you wanted. And they just did their best to make you feel comfortable and at ease. So I can't imagine having any kind of treatment like that anywhere else but clear passage. Awesome. Thank you for that. Thank and the, the, the therapists were the best. And uh -huh. I was Facebook friends with so many of them. And uh -huh. because of the nature of how busy life is, I get on Instagram, but not as much Facebook. And so I haven't been as communicative, but I still um, keep in touch from time to time on the people who worked on me because, you know, you're, you're kind of in a, you know, it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable and you really have a trust between them and they're just fabulous people. Right. Right. Well, I guess, you know, after being here for five days, four hours a day, you kind yeah. of get a bond with the people that are working yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of grow like a little friendship with you. Yes. Know, there were so many you. friendships and, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it was fun to talk with people that were like-minded or open mm -hmm. to other things. Mm -hmm. And, um, with autism, with my oldest, I had to exhaust so many different things to find mm -hmm. the right thing that helped him. And just like Clear Passage, um, some people, you know, it takes a special kind of person to take a leap to go do that because, right. you know, it's not like if I would have listened to my doctor and he said, well, I don't know if that could help you or you're, mm -hmm. you're full of it if you think that that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. So many people said that to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you think that's going to help you. And I said, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to try it anyways. You that's know, right. you get beyond conventional medical um, treatment, you mm -hmm. have to kind of take a leap. And right. I'm so glad that I did. Right. So how long after therapy did you conceive? And were you surprised? Oh, well, I was so surprised. Um, my um, second child, Jack, was born exactly one year to the day that I started therapy. Wow. So I came home from therapy. I think I was there in March. And then they had said, wait, I think a month or so. And I went in to um, the doctor and we said, um, he was like, you did what? And I said, well, this is what I did. And so what we ended up doing was IUI treatments um, without stimulation, so no drugs, because that had made me cysty. Um, so we did, um, all he did was give me a um, Ovidrill injection to help the um, egg pop, and then followed up with S-Trace and progesterone after we did the transfer. So following my treatment, given every single thing that I had wrong, which was like the whole chart mm -hmm. and my age, I was 39 at the time. Um, they only did the IUI and no stimulation. And 
it took three tries and I was pregnancy April, May, June, and July. So, um, I only, um, it only took me three months because wow. I was pregnant at the end of July and my treatment wow. was in March or April. Mm -hmm. Well, no, April 2nd. I started in mm -hmm. April because he was born exactly one year to the day. So wow. all together from the start of treatment to Jack's birthday, it was one year. So mm -hmm. it took me three, three tries or two tries. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. With IUI, yeah. And that wasn't even with IVF. Mm, okay. So then after you had Jack, you came back again. I mean, can you yeah. tell me why you came back and well, what was the outcome of that one? Um, when I was there the first time, Larry and Belinda educated me on adhesions. And every time you have a surgery, you end up usually with adhesions. Mm -hmm. um, there's just no escaping it. And I wanted the best possible opportunity to conceive once more because I was 41 mm -hmm. at the time and I nursed Jack cause I had him right after I turned 40. And so I was 41. So going into it, I wanted to make sure I had the best possible options or possibilities to conceive. And so I wanted them to a treat the adhesions and B get everything loosened up, you mm -hmm. know, and get, get all of that, um, circulation going so that it was a good environment and um with jenna um it took me um three iuis and we did the same thing with her the same as we did with jack monitored me for um the egg development gave me an ova drill and followed up with um s trace and progesterone so this this the third time you know that second time after clear passage it wasn't an ivf either Mm -hmm. and no stimulation which was huge and i, I was 41 so um it's possible <laughs> <laughs> so you have three beautiful children do you have a picture of them i do i do okay. oh look at that so those that was right after jenna was born in 2015. okay so those are the clear passage of baby and that's the yeah. oldest. Yeah, what the are oldest, ages? Um, Jake, do? the one on the far left of the screen is 20. And um, Jack on the far right of the screen, he's nine and he will be 10 on April 2nd. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jenna is seven and she'll be eight in July. Awesome. Awesome. That is wonderful. They are beautiful children. Thank you. Well, they wouldn't be possible. I, I say it all the time. I send you guys a Christmas card all the time. Yes, you do. You just mm -hmm. wouldn't, they wouldn't be possible without you. Mm -hmm. That is wonderful. So I've heard somewhere in the back that they're like child models. Yes, they're actors. True? They're actors. Mm -hmm. They have a manager and an agent and awesome. they're keeping me busy. They haven't booked anything big yet, but mm -hmm. they're certainly turning out the auditions. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Keeping mom busy, huh? Yes, very busy. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So can you describe what it was like um, having a baby after you were told you couldn't conceive? I guess having two babies. After yes, it was. Um, it was fabulous because the journey is so long and there's so many emotions and so many highs and so many lows. And, you know, the office would tell me you're making us look bad because mm -hmm. my file was so big. And, you know, 
um, I would try to keep my spirits up and it was hard. I hated for Jake to be an only child. I'm an only child. So we don't have a lot of um, family. So I wanted him to have siblings, at least one. And so when I found out that I was pregnant with Jack, it was almost disbelief. The doctor said, don't take any pictures. Don't, you know, buy anything. Let's not, you know, we were just so careful and it, I had such a great pregnancy and I felt good. And when I had him in my hands, it was just such relief because, you know, you hear the stories of people who, you know, they try and they try and they try and then they finally give up. And I didn't want to be one of those people that gave up. I, I told Larry and Belinda when I came to them that I wanted to be one of the stories in their Miracle Mom book. Like, mm -hmm. there, there's so many of these moms that can be this. I can be this, too. And I just wasn't willing to give up on it. And um, it was a dream that I had. And I just, I just wasn't willing to give it up despite what anybody said. I mean, so my mom asked me, are you sure you want to do that? Are you, like, what are you doing? And then the acupuncture doctor was kind of like, well, why are you doing that? Mm. And the, the fertility doctor was like, oh, just kind of shook his head at me. Like, what mm. are you doing now? And, and so it was, it wasn't even, it was even more than just so much elation and relief and, you know, things are falling into place, but it was like, I don't want to say I told you so, but it was like, if you feel like there's something in your heart that's drawing you to something, follow it because, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's things in this world that we can't explain and you're led in directions that you don't always know. But if you, if you, if you research it and you do the work and you decide to try, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than feeling like that, that success, right. you know, like I followed my heart and it didn't matter what anybody else said, mm -hmm. but I was going to do this no matter what. And you know what, it paid off. And I, you know, like did the walking and I did the exercises that I left with. Um, and I still have that pamphlet somewhere. I haven't been as good lately, but you know, they, they give you support when you leave to help keep things loose. And I did my exercises every night and I kept my walking up and um, it was just the best feeling ever. And so it's nice to be able to be on one side of it and then come out the other and be an example for other people. And and an example for myself, because I worked so hard for that and I found the right people to help me. That's awesome. We're, yeah. you know, we're glad you found Clear Passage and uh, that Clear Passage found you. Yeah. So when you think of Clear Passage, what type of feelings come up? I mean. Um, hope, because mm -hmm. they gave me hope. That was the first thing that they gave me, you mm -hmm. know, and there's not a lot of hope in that fertility journey. I mean, there's, there's a lot of hope, but you know, when you go through those, go to the doctor's office, you know, and they're monitoring you and you're, you're doing meds and you're doing things like that. It sometimes becomes an endless cycle. Mm -hmm. So they gave me hope that I could achieve, you know, or get pregnant without having to be in that loop, even mm -hmm. though we combined um, that part of the um, process 
with my treatment from Clear Passage, but we didn't have to go to the full extent of IVF or, you know, supplements with, you know, fertility drugs. So I was really fortunate about that. So the first thing they gave me was hope. And then they gave me healing, not, and even before the fertility, there was so much healing. I felt better. My endo subsided. My cycles were normalized. I didn't have the heavy bleeding so much. I I felt more energetic. Um, my husband noticed my posture and felt like, you know, I looked, he, he always says it. I think you look five years younger, 10 years younger after coming to Clear Passage because they work so much on that circulation and that body and how it, how it goes, works together. And so I felt like my coloring was better. Mm-hmm. So then going into um, that whole fertility process, I was nervous, but I just kept bringing myself back to the things that I learned in so many of my sessions there with um, Larry and Belinda and all the other ladies that worked on me because, you know, you work through things, you, you, you know, you, they are sounding boards there. So if there's something you want to talk about, I don't want to say they were like counselors, but that you are always open and free to talk or bounce something off of them. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I felt like it was healing on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the baby was just really a huge bonus mm-hmm. on top of all the good that had come out of it anyways. Right. So yeah. I think of nothing but hope and healing and health and, um, comfort and, um, yeah, everything good, nothing bad. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. Thank you for that. So what should others know about the fertility uh, journey in general? In general, it's long and it's not any fun, but, um, sometimes there's lessons in it. You know, I needed to get to a place, um, where my body was healthier Mm -hmm. and, and thankfully I found clear passage, you know, and they put me on the right path that way. And I think, I think that that was one of my biggest lessons in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so aside from it being not any fun, you have to really find your peace with it and learn who you need to tune out and who you need to tune in and what you need to do for yourself. I did, I did a lot of meditation work and a lot of affirmation work um, and a lot of walking and and, and working on myself. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the main ways that I dealt with it and keeping my goal in, in mind, which was to have a sibling for, for Jake and to have another baby and to have that experience over again. Mm-hmm. And, um, so keep your heart filled with what you want and don't let others discourage you or tell you any different one way or the other. I mean, what's right for one person in their infertility is maybe not right for the other. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I my news from my fertility doctor was so discouraging and, <coughs> excuse me, um, that I felt like I didn't really have any too many other options because I had a high FSH and a low AMH. 
And so hormones were always the issue for me. And I think the first time or the, the cycle that I got pregnant on with Jack was the third cycle or this, the, yeah, the third cycle after clear passage. And I still remember the nurse calling and the 4th of July saying, well, your hormones are too high. And, and I remembered, I think Larry and Belinda had might've told me that sometimes there's fluctuations in those hormones after you leave just till they get kind of normalized, but mine were kind of all over the map anyways. Um, that we would just try the IUI and monitor me. And I said, fine. And lo and behold, that was the one that I got pregnant on. Wow. And, um, and so it's, it's, you just have to keep, keep positive, even though it's not, it's mm -hmm. not any fun. Right. It right. looks really good in it because sometimes mm -hmm. there is good. There's lessons along the way. You mm -hmm. learn to treat yourself better. And um, you learn to mind whether it's diet. Diet was huge for me. Mm -hmm. Walking was huge for me. The hands-on manipulation was the best for me because of, you know, the C-section prior, the laparoscopies, the, um, I had also had a fall and I had forgotten. And I think that affected my tailbone, which might have precipitated some of the endometriosis, even though my mom had endometriosis really bad. Um, but look for the lessons and be good to yourself and just keep your eyes on your goal and don't let anybody discourage you. That is awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you mm -hmm. for that. So before we go to questions, is there anything else you'd like to share with our viewers today? No, I would just say if you have the opportunity and you have the the means and you have the time, don't hesitate, do it. Because my biggest regret was that I didn't do it sooner. Mm -hmm. And I think I could have, you know, and maybe my lesson was I wasn't ready for it sooner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I need to go through the process. And I maybe not would have, I probably maybe would not have appreciated the whole clear passage journey mm -hmm. um, so much as much as I did when I got there because I took every part of it in when I was there because I knew that that was my last shot of any big hope. It was kind of the end of the line for me. It right. was, it was, I'm doing this and then I'm going to try again. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't happen, then, then maybe it's not so much meant to be, but I took it in. I followed every bit of advice. I, you know, I just stuck with the program as best as I could. And that's why it was so important for me to follow up after a C-section and prior to trying again, because I just really believe that that hands-on manipulation is so healing and so beneficial to the body. So if you have the opportunity, do it. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we do have a few questions. Um, the first question we have is, it says, did you have any side effects from treatment? No, I didn't have many side effects from treatment at all. Um, at the end of the day, sometimes you are sore and, you know, there may be a bruise or two where they have to really hold down tightly on a place to get um, an adhesion to release. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they're sometimes, you know, a little achy, but they have Motrin in the office. They have 
anything you need is right there in the ladies room if you need motrin if you need um whatever and so um after that week my acupuncturist worked on me and she said you're a little bruised and she really wasn't in favor of of me going that route mm -hmm. um but i knew in my heart it was the right thing so i didn't other mm -hmm. than the initial after the treatment Mm -hmm. But this soreness wears off pretty quickly and the bruises go away. Okay. All righty. Mm -hmm. um, another question is, did therapy help with pain or just block tubes? It helped with everything. It helped with the whole kit and caboodle. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you can, because it kind of all works together. And so, um, you know, the last thing you want is uh, your eggs to pop and then you know, you're them to get stuck in the tubes. And so it gets everything moving and the circulation going, the blood flow going. And so I think it helped with everything. Mm -hmm. okay. And the after effects, like with my cycles, it, it just continued to, to stay. Like I was mm -hmm. worried that perhaps it wouldn't, you know, um, you know, it, I wanted the treatment to be effective and stay effective. And it did. And that's, I think, out of anxiety, I went back the second time um, after my C-section because I wanted the um, the adhesions taken care of, but I really wanted to make sure that area was mobile for an egg and everything to work together. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, the last question that I see is, what is the Miracles Mom book? Um, Larry and Belinda wrote a book called Miracle Moms, um, Better Sex and Less Pain, I think. Yes. And it is a big book this thick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's filled with every possible story you could even imagine. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's written by Larry and Belinda Wern, and mm -hmm. they have different stories from patients. And yes. so anytime I was feeling down, I would go open that book and find a story of someone worse off than me mm -hmm. or somebody with the same circumstances as me or the same age as me because there was so much talk about, you know, oh, you're too old or you're this or you're that. And I would find a story in that book and I would read it and it would give me hope. Okay. And, you know, I have the pages marked and, um, dog-eared and highlighted um, <laughs> so that I could go back and refer to them and say, it's possible, you know, and mm -hmm. I would tell myself, it's possible. They help so-and-so, they can help me, you know. Right. It's, right. A, it's a great book. I encourage you to get it. It is. It is a great book. We do have some here in the office and it's, I know it's over 80 testimonies from women that have come through clear passage with having anything from endometrioma, endometriosis, block two, hyperselfing, anything. Yes. You'll find a story in that book that can relate to something yes. that you're going through. So it's, it's so, a very good so, book. It's thick, but it's a good book to read. Or like yes. you said, just flip to a story. And you yes. Can read oh about yeah, it's someone. great. Because then you mm -hmm. can find somebody, you know, and it. you just put the book down. And you're like, okay, I have hope. I have yeah. hope, you know. Right. Okay. Well, Jill, I just want to tell you, I really do appreciate you getting on with me today. Um, if, you know, if you need anything out there, Facebook, uh, YouTube, any podcast that we're on, you see this, this um, 
live, reach out to us. We'd love to help you with our fertility, with your fertility journey. I'm sorry. Cliff <laughs> Passage does have locations in Gainesville, Florida, St. Louis, Missouri, Rochester, Michigan, Manhattan, New York, Dallas, Texas, Pasadena, California. And we do have two locations in the, in the UK, one in Canterbury and one in London. So reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you if, if there's anything you think Clear Passage can do for you. We also have a, a podcast, Hands That Heal, that has different stories on each week. So tune into our podcast, reach out to us, give us a call at 352-336-1433. We're here seven days a week. We really answer the phone seven days a week. So Aww. give us a, yes, we have- uh, after You guys hours. are amazing. So amazing. <laughs> Best people ever. Like, well, you know, not everybody needs, <laughs> you know, some people need some help over the weekend. So we try yes. to give them help seven days a week. So just give us a call. And Jill, like I said earlier, I do appreciate you getting on. You have beautiful children. Oh, thank you. I wish you nothing but happiness and prosperity through your life and your children's life. And they are beautiful. And I just know one day I'm going to see them on the big screen. I'm oh, like, I knew them when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be possible without you guys. And I say that to Larry and Belinda all the time. When I, uh -huh. if I get an email from Larry or something from Belinda, because mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. Just right. so, so grateful. Well, we are very, very happy that you're happy and we want to make other women happy also. So reach out to us. So until next time, be Thank safe, you. be well, yes. and reach out to see if we can help you in any way possible. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Brenda, for you're having welcome. me. Have okay, a great day, Jill. Thank you. You too. All bye right. Bye. Y'all take care. Okay. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye.